Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning. I'm Pastor David Miller, and we'll be your host today. And we left off in our last episode in the 15th chapter of the book of Judges. And when we left off, we saw that Samson was judging Israel there, and he did for 20 years. But we're going to look here in this final episode of this series uh, about Samson. In the 16th chapter, we're going to go there. And uh, the King James Version, which is all I ever use, says, Then went Samson to Gaza, verse 1, and saw there a harlot. Now, just for reference, I looked at what the NIV said about this. And it said there was a day that Samson went. So there was a day, and that was a sad day. And the Bible said here in verse number 2 that upon his arrival that they had told the Gaiazites saying that Samson has come hither. So when they heard this news, and you know, as we've been going through these episodes about Samson, the hatred between him and the Philistines. So they was on the lookout for him anyway. And it was told, Samson is come hither. and can, So they came and compassed him and laid wait all night in the gate of that city and were quiet all the night, saying in the morning when it's day, we shall kill him. So that was their plan, to wait till in the morning and to kill him. Now this woman here, by the way, is the second of three significant women in Samson's life. And this woman here was a harlot. And the Bible said, so Samson lay till midnight in verse 3, But he arose up at midnight to foil the plans of his enemies. He arose up, took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts, and went away with them, bar and all, put them upon his shoulders and carried them to the top of a hill that was before Hebron. Hebron, excuse me. And it came to pass... Afterward, that he loved a woman in the valley of Zorek, whose name was Delilah. So we see here when the enemy, the men of Gaza, tried to kill Samson, that their plan did not work. And Samson falls right back into the same trap. He goes in verse number four to the valley of Zorak and sees another woman whose name was Delilah. Uh, I told you before he had a weakness here for uh, women and it seemed like he made a poor choice in, in every, every time. So 
he went from a harlot to a, another woman here who was going to deceive him. And the Bible said the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said unto her, entice him and see wherein his great strength lieth. They knew he was a man of great strength. I mean, he had just took the doorpost off and went away with them bar and all to, and carried him to the top of a hill. We told you where he tied 300 foxes together and sent them uh, and put a firebrand between them and burned up their fields. One time he slew a thousand men with a jawbone. Another time he killed 30 men. So he was a mighty man, but they did not know where his strength came from. And they said, if you can find out, if you could entice him and see where his strength is, we may prevail against him. Then we could bind him and afflict him. And they promised a reward to her, to Delilah. And they said, every one of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, tell me, I pray thee, wherein thy great strength lieth. It didn't take her long, did it? She was offered this uh, contract to deceive Samson, and immediately she started. And the Bible said that she began to ask him, wherein, where is your great strength? Where is this strength? So Samson, uh, with another failure here, lies to her and says, if they would bind me with seven green widths that were never dried, then I shall be weak like another man, like any, anyone else. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up seven green widths, which had not been dried, so she bound him with them. And there were men lying in wait, abiding with her in the chamber. And she said unto, the Philist she said unto him, to Samson, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he brake the widths as a thread of tow is broken when it was touched with fire. So his strength was still not known. And Delilah said unto Samson, Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray thee, wherewith thou mightest be bound. I don't know about the rest of you listening, but I think I could have took a signal right there. But he had a weakness here. So he said to her, if they would bind me fast with new ropes that were never occupied, then shall I be weak as another man. So we know, we know that's not true because they tried that once before and bound him with new ropes when he was on the Rock of Edom. And that didn't work there and it's not going to work here so <clears throat> they bound him with new ropes and Delilah took the new ropes and she bound him therewith not only was she asking him where his strength was 
and finding out what he was telling her, but she bound him with the ropes. That's just like the devil, isn't it? So then she said, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And there were liars in wait or people waiting in the chamber. But he brake them from off his arms like a thread. Then Delilah said, Samson, hitherto thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Where, tell me wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said, if thou weavest seven locks of my head with the web. I don't understand why, just like Samson, that folks cannot understand when the devil is constantly playing the same trick on us over and over and over. And we keep falling for it. So she goes and fastens uh, it with a pen and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee. And he woke up out of his sleep, went away with the pen of the beam and with the web. And she said to him, How canst thou say I love thee? When thy heart is not with me, thou hast mocked me three times and hast not told me where your strength is or where it lieth. So it came to pass that she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. And this is exactly what the devil does uh, to every Christian. It's that constant nagging, the constant pressure, the constant temptation, like the Bible said here, Delilah done daily, daily she pressed upon him. And she began to ask him again, why are you doing this if you really love me? So, when Del so then he begins to talk to her again. And he said, and told her rather all of his heart and said, there hath not come a razor upon my head. If you remember in our first episode in this series, I told you that he was supposed to keep the Nazarite vow. He had broke it at other times by touching the dead and so on. But here he was not supposed to ever have a razor upon his head. He said, I've been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak like another man. When Delilah saw that she had told, or that he rather had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, come up this once, come up quickly, in other words. He has shown me all of his heart. So the lords of the Philistines came and brought the money in her hand. Isn't it sad what folks will do for money? Judas, in the New Testament, one of the chosen of Jesus, the treasure, he betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Here, she got 1,100 pieces of silver from each one of the lords of the Philistines. So, the Bible said she made him sleep upon her knees. 
And then she called for a man. She called for a, a man to come in there and shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. Where was his strength? It wasn't in the hair, but it was in the vow, the Nazarite vow. And part of that vow was no razor upon his head. So he had broken another vow. Now God is good and God, God loves us and he, he is long-suffering to us where the Bible said. But there will come a time that we cannot continue to fail over and over and over until God says that's enough. And that was true with Samson here. She said after they had shaved off the seven locks of his head, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I'll go out as, at other times before and shake myself. You see, he, he felt like, well, it's no problem. I have, I have sinned before. I have lied before. I have broken my vow. He had broken the, the Nazarite vow before when he killed the lion and came back and took the honey from the carcass of the lion and touched the dead. He had sinned at other times. So he thought, I'll just go out once again and I'll shake myself. That's what he said, just like I have at other times. But this time, in verse number 20, he said, he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. And the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza, bound him with fetters of brass, and caused him to grind in the prison house. <clears throat> this is exactly what the devil wants to do to you, to me, to every child of God. You might think, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll do this sin or that sin. It's not that bad. But one of these days you'll shake and it'll, it'll be too late. And the spirit will be gone. But I told you at, earlier in uh, the podcast the series that we would see in the ending of the story, and here we are. Verse 22, how be it the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. The lords of the Philistines gathered together to offer a sacrifice to their god, Dagon, to rejoice and said, our god delivered Samson into our hand. And when the people saw Samson, they praised their God and said, Our God delivered into our hands our enemy, the man that destroyed many of us. But Samson said to a lad that held him by the hand, Suffer me that I feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth, that I could lean upon them. And it was a time, verse 27 said, when the house was full of men and women, of all the lords of the Philistines were there. And there upon the roof, about 3,000 men and women that beheld while Samson made sport for them. Now, I want you to see, I want to stop here just a minute. 
I want you to see here, Samson, God had blessed him so much, and he had wrought so many victories for God's people, victory after victory. God had used him with his great strength. But finally, this time in his life, he said one time too many. And even though in the end of his life, even though at this time in his life, when his hair began to grow back out and his strength began to come back, Samson knew his strength was coming back. And even, even though all of that had happened, look at all how the enemy had made fun of him, put out his eyes. So yes, you may sin and get back to God. You may fail and come back. And the Lord accepts you back. But look at all the damage that can happen in between the time of your fall and the time of you coming back to God. Samson made it back. Samson made it into the uh, 11th chapter of Hebrews where the heroes of faith are. But he suffered greatly because of his failures. So Samson took the two, hold of the two middle pillars where the house stood that bore it up or held it up. One with each hand, one with his right hand, one with his left. And Samson said in verse 30, let me die with the Philistines. He bowed himself with all of his might and he fell upon and the house fell upon the Lord's and all the people therein. So the, so the death which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. 3,000 men and women. He killed more in that one, at that one time than in his whole life uh, put together. It was a great victory, but it took his life. Even though he was able to conquer so many enemies, he died in so doing. Samson even prayed, let me die with the Philistines. And he asked the question to the Lord. He said, Lord, if you'll strengthen me again only this once. I've preached that message many times as a text. God, if you'll bless me only this once. And the Lord did. And the Philistines died, and their lords died, but Samson also died. And his brethren came of the house of his father, took him and brought him up and buried him. In the burying place of Manoah, his father. So in the end, Samson wrought a great victory in killing of the Philistines. But he died a premature death. And he suffered many things because of his failures. So in closing today, I want to I urge you, don't play with the mercies of God. God is forgiving. God is merciful. Yes, he is. The Lord loves you and is a forgiving God, and he will forgive you. But even in gaining forgiveness, 
you will lose a lot of great blessings and you may shorten your life and lose out on a lot of joys that you could have had. So stay with God, go with God, live for God, and the Lord will bless you. This is Pastor David Miller, and we hope you've enjoyed this series on Samson. And we will see you on our next episode. So have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.